get up and do my thing. I need to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it. Can I get into it? Like a, like a, like a, like a sex machine. Moving. Doing it, you know. Can I count it off? Count it off. Count it off. Count it off. Count it off. One, two, three, four.
this morning i'm fired up oh this headphones is loud <laughs> welcome everybody to an all new uh, downright sports the radio podcast as we hear on facebook and we're talking to you from apple podcast soundcloud or google play leave a comment become a friend of the show and holla at me leave a comment and talk to me I'm not diving in i'm not gonna beg and bar as i always do but please leave a comment if you're watching on facebook live hey thank you and leave a comment on anything you hear on the show today if you feel um you want to be a friend and a part of the show just leave a comment and holla at your boy <laughs> tell me what you think um once again, we know what's going on in the news. We know what's happening out there. So I like to start each show until this thing blows over and tell everybody, um, be safe, stay at home if you can. I mean, I know some people you got to go to work, but if you can stay home, just chill at the crib, man. Uh you know, get a video game, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Watch movies as much as you can. Step out on your front porch, breathe, and then go back in because we need this thing to end. So some semblance of normalcy can resume and continue. Um, in some places, it is getting better. Um, from a sports standpoint, uh, Korea is getting ready to, they're considering starting their baseball season in May. So that's a good sign that, you know, things are getting better. Things will get better. And, you know, whatever you're whatever you do to give you strength, um, you know, I'm not a yeah, I'm a spiritual guy. I'm a religious dude. So whatever you do to give yourself strength, just look towards that and, um, you know, keep it funky, keep it moving and, you know, just have have faith and through your faith, have strength. You know what I'm saying? You, You don't have the answers. So. You, you know, and you, until the day comes where you can get them, you know what I'm saying? You just got to keep on looking up. You feel me? Um, this is a sports show for those of you who have never listened to before. And I am the sports critic, your one and only Brent Reed, a.k.a. Mr. Showtime himself. And uh, I got something good I want to, you know, kick the show off about today's show. Music-wise, it's all from James Brown. So if you're watching on Facebook, and you're like, what music? Well, you got to listen to the podcast to get the music. And James Brown will be kicking off all morning. We started the morning off with Sex Machine. What a way to kick the morning off if you're just waking up. Unfortunately, most of you probably won't hear the podcast until the afternoon or the next day. But whenever you do, you know, I'm trying to wake you up. <laughs> right. Um, last week, the NBA... <clears throat> Excuse me. Last week, the NBA Hall of Fame was announced. The the, fine, the people who are going in. There's um actually today, later today, there'll be a downright sports on YouTube that's going to have a whole different breakdown. <clears throat> the throat is 
this morning, boy. I can't get it clear. Pause. Um, Eddie Sutton, Ru- uh, Rudy Tom Tom Donovich, uh, Tamika Catchings, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, all going to the Hall of Fame. What do they all have in common? Every last one of them, except for Eddie Sutton, but college is different, uh, have championships in their back pocket. Eddie has been to the Final Four three times in his career. Tamika Catchings is one of the best defensive players in WNBA history, all-time leading rebounder. Um, in the playoffs, she uh, has has the steals, uh, led the league in steals like seven times in a row. She played for Indiana her entire career, four gold medals, and she's a monster. She was a monster. Maybe once you start, I think the WNBA, we're getting to the point where we can start opening it up and start asking who's the greatest WNBA player that would play. She may be in the category. She she may be in the conversation. Which, being said, coming in May, I am going to do a show on the greatest WNBA players ever. I just, I, uh, I am. I think it's only fair and I think it's right. I think it's time. But... We all know who the who the sexy people are. We know who the Victoria's Secrets are. It's the Black Mamba, the Big Ticket, and the Big Fundamentals. By the way, all drafted three back to back to back. Kobe ninety uh, ninety six, Kane. Um, excuse me, Kevin Garnett ninety five, Kobe ninety six, and Kevin. I mean Tim Duncan nineteen ninety seven. Each of them drafted differently. <laughs> each of them, two of them. Uh, high school players, Tim Duncan, uh, uh, went to Wake Forest, and all of them had very unique careers. All of them had different careers, different playing styles, all of them champions. Uh, some of them multiple-time champions, Ke- uh, Kevin's case, just one time, and sometimes you only get one. I mean, you ask Reggie Miller, Patrick Ewan, and Charles Barkley, they'll take that one. You feel me? Uh, this draft class is a unique class. I know you're like, well, Brent, how's it unique? Because I, I took the time and I started looking at some of the draft classes. And it's rare where there's a draft class where you look from top to bottom as far as the headliners go and you can point and say, yeah, each of them are are, 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 are Hall of Famers without a question. Um, so we t- I took a look. There's some draft classes from years past and recent years. I didn't feel like diving deep because I noticed in the years before them, a lot of the drafts had one headliner and then, you know, some guys that was all right. But mainly just like you had the one headliner guy. And then but in recent years, we're getting more like almost you could put together a team out of these draft, out out of these Hall of Famers. So let's take a look. Like the 2009 draft class, you had John Stockton, Dennis Rodman, Michael Jordan, and Jerry Sloan from a coaching standpoint. Jordan and Stockton, to me, are no-brainers. Dennis, is he a Hall of Famer? And now you're like, well, Brent, how, how can you not put Dennis Rodman on the all t- You know, he, he, he was a monster. He, there's a difference in... The Hall of Fame and the Hall of the Very, Very, Very Good. Some guys in the Basketball Hall of Fame get in because of either college credentials or high school credentials or international or NBA because it's not the NBA Hall of Fame. It's the Naismith Hall of Fame basketball. So you can have any avenue and find yourself in there. Dennis was a monster. 
Dennis was a beast. He, you know, but if you was Dennis by himself, the difference maker on other teams, like Dennis played years in San Antonio. Was he the make or break for San Antonio going to a championship? No, they went to zero with him. They made the playoffs a few times, but they, you know, having him wasn't like, yeah, we now we're in it. Like <laughs> to me. You got to look at, you know, Dennis was great at what he did, getting rebounds. Take Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen off the Chicago Bulls, just leave Dennis Robin, and what do you have? Uh, below 500 team, quite frankly. So when I look at when I look at Hall of Fame, I'm looking at the top of the top, the creme de creme, creme, guys that by themselves get it done. When you're like, well, what does Scotty do without Jordan? Well, funny you should ask. Scotty went to two... Eastern Conference Finals without MJ. The they still won fifty games with Scotty. You know what I'm saying? Scotty by himself, they still won fifty. Um, sorry, sorry, doing too many things at once. You know what I mean? Um, if you look at the, the, the John Stockton, John Stockton for years was one of the best point guards in the game. Led the league in assists, steals, was able to score, but he didn't have to because he made everybody else score. And with him. And Malone went to the NBA Finals back-to-back years. And unfortunately, it was toward, more towards the end of their careers than the front of their careers. But you're, if you had, let's just be honest, you put a, you, you put, you're, you're, picking a, 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 you're picking a team. The last two picks are John Stockton and Dennis Rodman. Who you drafting? You're going to pick up John Stockton. I mean, let's just be fair. Stockton's going to get you points, and he's going to get distribute the ball. Now, rebounding, I can, I'm not trying to be a jerk. You can find guys that's going to rebound the ball. Honest to God, you can. You can find that pit bull, that dog that'll rebound you the ball. But let's move on. You look at the 2018 draft class, Ray Allen, Grant Hill, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash. That, to me, is one of the best draft classes we've ever. Everybody on that list is a Hall of Famer. Everybody. Everybody in that list, you can point and say they made a difference to the team. Steve Nash, what he did in Phoenix for those years, was just remarkable. He made he by himself made Phoenix a contender. They never made it because they had to face Tim Duncan, but he made Phoenix a contender by himself. Ray Allen. <laughs> Ray is kind of borderline to me a little bit, and I want to go because towards the tail end of his career. Ray played years in Milwaukee. The years the years he played in Milwaukee, Milwaukee was great. Those battles with the 76ers, those battles with the Pacers. He had those teams in contention, and they, he was in that category of, um, oh, man, he's got next. And then he went to Seattle, and we kind of forgot about him. And then he reemerged in Boston. Now, here's the crazy thing. In Boston, he was the number three man. On that great team. The number three man was Paul, it was KG, and then it was Ray. Ray was so much of an afterthought, they made him just a spot-up shooter. So, is Ray Allen, eh? Is he, eh? Or is he, you know, is he is he close? Is he in the Hall of Fame because of what he did in college? Because in college he was a beast. Is he in the Hall of Fame because he was Jesus Shuttlesworth? One of the greatest movie characters of all time? Eh? But it, it, it's hard for me to um, just put Ray Allen and just give him the notch. 
Now, is there bet more better? Were there better shooters than Ray? I would have to spend a little more time and look and see if there are other guys that I would put ahead of him. So that's why I think you get in. Ray Allen gets in. Jason Kidd is a give me. You know what I'm saying? Don't you don't you dare. You know, Jason Kidd, if he didn't play the, the Lakers and didn't play the Spurs, would have two championships. Because he just didn't have the big men to compete against Tim Duncan and Shaquille O'Neal. But Jason Kidd took the New Jersey Nets to two back-to-back NBA Finals. Which, by the way, should one of those years he should have won a league MVP. They gave it to Tim Duncan both of the years. But... Jason Kidd should have got him one of those years. He really should have, I, I truly believe. Now, we look at this draft class, and we have Kobe, you got KG, you got Tim Duncan, which for years these guys battled each other. They faced each other constantly. Um, if it wasn't for Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal, maybe Kevin Durant has a better career in the East, I mean in the West. But to be fair, he still had to face Tim Duncan. And that's what I think KG... People forget like how much of a monster offensively and defensively Kevin Garnett is. As so many people know Kevin Garnett for the tail end of his career with Boston. When Kevin Garnett was with Minnesota and he was the, the sole all-star in that team, come on, man. He was unstoppable. He was unbeatable. The only people that I mean Kevin Garnett in today's NBA would be the best player in the in the world. Kevin Garnett is a hybrid, like he is, uh, Ke- I mean, Ke- Kevin. Garnett. He's Kevin Durant, into but better defensively, and in my opinion, and not afraid to bang. He is, um, uh, 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 Anthony Davis. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I don't think we really know. Like Kevin had to adapt to a different style of play then, where. You better pick a position, Kevin. You're a power. Because Kevin came in the league. He was a small forward. And then became a power forward. And then became a center. He played all three positions. But Kevin can spot up a shoot. Kevin can take you to the basket. He can dribble. You give Kevin the ball. And he'll just size you up. Let's go. Let's, let's do this. Early in his career. And I mean, you draft Kevin Kevin Garnett from, from the 1999 to... 2007, you take that player and put him in today's NBA, he's the best player in the league, hands down, because he had that extra motor. He had that dog in him. And what made him unique, what made him Tim Duncan unique, and I'm going to touch on them, Timothy, in a second, you could put those guys on teams and make the team that much better overnight. Team, what made these guys the, the, the end of an era, that's what I call them, the uh, KG, Tim Duncan, and Kobe, they are the end of an era. They are guys you can plant on anybody's team. Your team was a lottery pick, they're in the playoffs because those guys by themselves can win games. And through their play, you want to win with them. I mean, look at Tim Duncan, for example. Tim Duncan, Mr. Fundamentals. He wasn't flashy. My favorite player of all time, by the way, wasn't flashy. Wasn't... Didn't didn't show with the latest kicks on, wasn't in a music video, hit a backboard shot and looked at you like come come holler at me. He would get that ball, post two moves, and when the game was over, you'd be like, yo, he just dropped thirty five on me and twenty rebounds, and he had eight assists. What? 
And you'd be like, wait a minute. The Spurs got 60-something wins? Who else is on their team? That's how great Tim Duncan was because he made he made a Hall of Famer in Tony Parker. He made a Hall of Famer in Mono Ginobili. He made Bruce Bowen a borderline Hall of Famer. He gave David Robinson two championships towards the tail end of his career. He made he he extended Robert Ory's career even longer, and he made and he made Greg Popovich one of the top three greatest NBA coaches of all time. You take Tim Duncan off of that Spurs team and you replace him with anybody other than Shaquille O'Neal, that team doesn't zip. And I don't even think you could put Shaq on that team and they do any of that stuff because Tim Duncan's longevity. Tim Duncan played 19 years. Shaq ain't played that many years. Tim Duncan was in shape. He was a swimmer. Body was tuned. The guy wanted to be a swimmer. He didn't even want to be a basketball player. And he goes to, he wins five championships, goes to six, and should have six, quite frankly. But if it wasn't for a lucky shot from Ray Allen, the Spurs may have had six. And then the next year, you know, they said, you know what, let's go for it. Let's go for it. I know everybody's like, well, Kawhi was on that team. Let's be real. None of, nobody in the league knew who the hell Kawhi Leonard was until the NBA Finals, the year they won the championship. I guarantee it. I put money on that. And they went and they won and they beat a three-headed monster that everybody considered one of the best threesomes in the, uh, in the entire league. And they beat him in five. They beat him in five. And that's the argument when you now as a transition to the black mamba Kobe Bryant and <clears throat> what made him so different and Kobe everybody compares Kobe to Jordan Kobe to LeBron Kobe played in a weird moment Kobe was that transition piece if you will he was Jordan left this Kobe and we're waiting for LeBron to pick up the 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 check and he's not ready to pick up the check so Kobe's like I'll do it but the problem was when Kobe separated from Shaq the Lakers did such a piss-ass job in surrounding him with another superstar to keep Kobe's morale going Kobe spent three four years maybe two three years in the wilderness with nothing and then he got, you know, bum Lamar Odom, who he had to drag along and make better. And, you know, hey, Lamar, you know, it's about winning. And then he had a bunch of, you know, uh, uh, guys that, you know, you didn't know the names of. And here, you know, imagine if the Lakers could have got Kobe, Tracy McGrady. The Lakers could have got Kobe, uh, 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 Chris Webber a year earlier. Nah, I think Chris was done by then. I can't think of who was in the league around that time that would have. Oh, imagine if they would have let the trade go through and he could have got Chris Paul early enough. Come on, he would have had a young Chris Paul. I would have a different appreciation for Chris Paul if he could have made it to the Lakers and Kobe could have had him. Kobe, oh my God. Kobe already didn't need to get the ball. Now you got a guy that's going to give you the ball that can get you the ball anytime. And then, not to mention, uh, uh, Paul Gasol. Now we're in a different, now we're talking differently. But the league sabotaged it, which I still don't understand what that was about. But, you know, hey, let's save the Clippers. All right.
the if you want more in the Hall of Fame show, watch YouTube later. Uh, where we got DJ Chase is in. Uh, what up, DJ Chase? Or if you're watching on Facebook, my man Charles Taylor, go check him out. Um, Chase, please hit me up. What do you want me to promote for you if you're watching? Write it. If not, I'll talk about it in the second segment. We'll touch on the second segment. Uh, when we come back, we're going to uh, hit some music, a little uh, more James Brown. And uh, we're going to touch on little, we're going to, you know, sports versus Corona and some ideas that we, you know, I think can be done and some stuff you can still maybe from the WMB, I mean, from the WWE World Wrestling Entertainment fake sports. But I'm Brent Reed. This is Downward Sports, and we'll be right back. Everybody here on the podcast, here on Apple, um, Apple, 
Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Play. I was just talking to, I'm trying something new on the Facebook Live or Instagram Live while recording, doing an intermission, little intermission video, you know, and to, to continue the segment I touched on. So I, I'll talk about it a little bit more. Um, what do I have here? What do I have here? Uh, DJ Chase has got a new beat album. Club Killers, no date yet for the one and only DJ Chase, my man, uh, um, the original executive producer of said show that you're listening to. But this show is a sports show, always. And we all that are sports fans are sitting at home watching a lot of old sporting events. Um, We're so desperate for, for sports that ESPN is uh, doing a NBA 2K uh, competition. You know, guys are playing at home via online against each other. I ain't going to lie. I forget who I was watching, but they are trash, and I know I can thump them. And now I went in. ESPN, if you listen to this show, first of all, sign me. Second of all, I went in, son. Like, ah, who'd you who'd you schedule last week that was just sorry as trash? Um... Goodness gracious. I'm going to have to look it up. But all I know is they were bums. And and the thing that made me laugh was they weren't even playing with their own team. Like, wow. What does that say? (laughs) What does that say about your team? You won't play with your own team. So, you know, I went in ESPN. I line them up. I don't care who it is. I know they're not going to, you know, they, they got more important things to do. But just to say I skunked KG or I skunked, um, uh, um, uh, Trey Young is more than enough for me. I can promise you that. I'll, I'll let you know when. Um, yeah, I can let you know that. I'm getting a lot of text messages. I'm talking to my uh, music producer, Uncle Buddha, for my next show. So a little inside baseball, <laughs> little stuff going on. Anyway, so we're Mrs. Sports, and I, I'm thinking after watching the WWE put on WrestleMania this past week that maybe we can have sports and I know what you're saying like how Brent you know are you crazy you just started but let's be honest if you ran let's do let's do basketball if you ran basketball like a high school game, you limit, you don't let any fans in. That's number one. And I'm tired of hearing the players. It'd be hard for me not to play in front of any fans. Let me wave your check in front of you and then see how hard it is for you not to play in front of fans. Trust me. All you, for all of you that say it's hard not to play in front of fans, I watched five, six years ago when the league went on strike, everybody playing a pickup basketball game. That was in front of nobody. So spare me the crap. But, you open up the arena, you close it down, you only let in the players. Uh, so uh, you don't need, they don't need 20 coaches. You let in the head coach and an assistant coach. That's it. If you want to videotape it, you have uh, two cameramen and two announcers, and that's it. You have the referee. You test everyone before the game. You have a bunch of officials on standby. You put them up in a in a in the hotel where they're staying at, and you keep it funky. And I think you can do that. I think you can start the NBA playoffs today, and you can do that. I think it's I think it's reasonable. I think if you um, isolate everybody, 
Because you're, you're you, I've seen them when it comes to college sports, them isolate the players in the hotel. They 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 close out in the whole, whole and every hotel right now is closed. So there's an opportunity. So you have this freedom to put the players in the hotel. You supply them with their meals and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And I think there's a way. Now I'm not the smartest bob in the drawer, so I know it's hard for me to articulate the way I want to. But I know there's somebody out there that can figure this out and if Vince McMahon can figure out how to put on a show with limited staff I watched one of his uh, uh, wrestlers Charlotte Flair the daughter of Ric Flair on uh, ESPN's Get Up yesterday and she said we used to having everybody backstage and she said it was a a skeleton crew it was who needed to be there the opponent the official the commentators and two cameramen and then, like a lot of the the, the the lady, the women wrestlers, or even men wrestlers, they have to do their own makeup and design and stuff like that. So, all these basketball players, and I'm using basketball, and or hockey players, or any sport, at one point, all had to play at a lower level where they were used to getting dressed by themselves and all that stuff. That's it. You keep a you keep a trainer. You need a doctor there anyway, so you keep a doctor or a trainer there, and that's it. And you keep it. Limited as possible, and I'm telling you, I think there's a way to do it because the only reason why I'm kind of stressing it a little bit is because if you have it, people will have something to get their mind off of what's going on, and not to mention it'll keep everybody indoors. They're looking for a reason to keep everybody indoors. Having live sports on will keep people indoors. I don't see why the hell golf can't continue. That's one sport. You don't even have to be near anybody. You don't have to even see the next person. You don't this 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 thing where you you need the the the, the, the fans. TV pays for this. You know, TV pays for the NFL. TV pays for the NBA. TV pays for golf. TV pays for NASCAR. How how is the MMA still having competitions but basketball can't have a competition? I would think it's it's harder for the MMA to have a fight because these guys are actually hugging each other and on top and sweating and blood. That's got to be the fastest way to spread corona. But they're still continuing. Same with wrestling. And they found a way to make it work. And wrestling is testing their players. Oh, you're sick. Stay home. Same in the NBA. You're sick. Just stay home. Simple as that. You know what I mean? I, I think you figure out something. If we have... That because the only reason why I say that and a little biased in me, I don't make as much as the the athletes do. I don't make even a fraction of it, and I have to go to work. And all I do, what I do, I'm not sure it satisfies anybody. But I have to go to work, and I'm in danger every time I step out the door. So you know, don't, don't give me the crap <laughs> that they can't figure out how to have some players play out there. You know what I'm saying? I think Ice Cube is still trying to figure out how to get his big three league going on. And he, I think he may do it. And it doesn't start until June anyway. But, you know, that's what I think. If you think I'm wrong, just comment and let me know. You know, I'm just ranting. I'm filling up time, to tell you the truth. Um, when we come back, um, I'm going to talk some football. And a subject I'm not going to get off of until I see it improve. And that's uh, why the hell has Cam Newton and James Winston not found a home yet? Downright Sports. Thank you. 
gentlemen little james brown here on the podcast a little papa's got a brand new bag all right we're finishing up the show i like to do it this way uh thank you all for listening thank you all for watching whoever watched whoever watches later i noticed a lot of people watch the videos after they uploaded versus the live feed i'm cool with that um just watch <laughs> become a friend of the show so subscribe and leave a comment and voice your opinion. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if your opinion is different than mine. Voice it. That's the point of America. You listen. Um, what in the hell is going on in football? All right. I'm looking at the TV as I always do when I do any show. And they are talking about Tom Brady on Howard Stern. Like Tom Brady landed on the moon. The mic is even like fired up and upset. And... It's not that big a deal. Tom Brady's on Howard Stern. Ooh, Hillary Clinton was on Howard Stern unless people care, okay? What I need to know is, unless I missed something, why has Jameis Winston and Cam Newton not found a job yet? Now, unless these two young men are just not actively pursuing work, which that is their, you know, that's up to them. But I find that hard to believe that Jameis Winston, who is less than 27 years, who's 27 years old, and Cam Newton, who is only 31 years old, is ready to give up work. Here's my issue. I'm going to keep doing this until one of them gets signed or both of them get signed. You have the New York Giants, the New York Jets, the Miami Dolphins, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Los Angeles Chargers, and I'm going to throw in the New England Saints. All teams that will or do need a quarterback right now. Brent, the Saints got a quarterback. Yeah, he's 100 years old. Why in the hell don't you want somebody that's a little... I don't even know why Jacksonville would give up Jameis. Do you honestly think Tom Brady's playing for 15 more years? 
the decision making that goes on in football. And I'm, oh, it's rant time, kids. NFL coaches are the most infuriating coaches I've ever met. They're the most stubborn, stupid men to ever coach or lead another group of men. If you were a grown man and you listen to an NFL coach, they're like, I'll run through a wall. You're just as dumb. <laughs> you know why? Because and nobody, nobody smells their own poo-poo more than an NFL head coach and buys their own hype. In the NBA or in baseball, I do baseball. Baseball, they don't get rid of another player because the potential of some aging player. They sign, like, for example, the Yankees signed um, Edwin Encarnacion last year because the guy can still kind of hit a little bit, right? They didn't get rid of Giancarlo Stanton because Giancarlo's is, uh, I'll do you one better. They didn't get rid of Aaron Judge. You know, Aaron, you know, <laughs> that kid strikes out, just so strikes out a lot. Yeah, but he hits enough home runs and gets on base enough to make up the difference. And just because you got one don't mean you don't need the other. Tom Brady is one young middle linebacker, defensive lineman, cornerback from trying to put that man out for the rest of his life. And your backup is going to be me? Well, you got a, a kid that's already proven. Yes, he throws a lot of interceptions, but you, he has a year or he has six months sitting behind the goat. He can learn. He can, he can figure out when to make better decisions. You're not going to keep him? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You, 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 you. Last I checked, you needed a left hand as well as you needed a right hand. Just because you got one hand don't mean you don't need the other. You know, this right hand is really doing me a good job. I don't think I need this left hand anymore. Why not keep both? I just don't get it. I don't get it. And then as far as Cam Newton, okay, Carolina, you're going to be a bunch of poop butts and get rid of your only MVP that's ever walked across your in your in your in your arena. The only man who's ever won an MVP award for you. The only man who basically took your team and went 15 and one with your team with zero other talent. Ooh, what about Luke Keekley? I don't even think Keekley was playing. Ooh, but, um, uh, 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 Steven Smith. Steve Smith was in uh, uh, in um, Baltimore crying. Cam took the team on 15 and 1. 15 and 1. Not too many other people have done that. Yeah. And the fact he hasn't found work yet, the fact that if you're the New York Jets, you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, you're the Chargers or your Giants or the Miami Dolphins, and you're either looking at the draft or you're looking at your current quarterback and you're like, that's the that's the future right there. I've seen nothing in Sam Donald in two years for me to believe that that kid is the future. I've seen nothing in Daniel Jones or Johnson or Jackson, whatever the hell his name is for the Giants, that that kid is the future. And the Chargers, you have nothing right now. And the fact that Philip Rivers got a job before Jameis Winston and Cam Newton just goes to show you the thought process in the NFL. Kirk, I mean, uh, Philip Rivers is just as old as some of these other guys. <clears throat> and that's your that's your future? Come on. Stop. Stop. Common sense, people. Common sense. You got a you got two young studs who are proven, two Heisman Trophy winners, two um, national champion winners, two guys who 
only can make their teams better. Now, replace um, Cam Newton as Tim Tebow or Jameis Winston as Tim Tebow, and Tim T- or replace them with um, what's the young kid, uh, Johnny Menzel. Make and, and let those two guys have anywhere the careers Cam Newton and Jameis Winston had, and I will promise you on the soles of my feet that these guys would be to be money trucks backing up if Tim Tebow had anywhere of a career as Cam Newton or or uh, Johnny Menzel had anywhere near a career as if Johnny Menzel was Jameis Winston if Johnny Menzel played like Jameis Winston I can guarantee he would be on the face of everywhere in the NFL it's just the way they think, man. It just makes zero sense. Now, if you don't want to sign Jameis Winston because the kid likes to steal crab legs, I will respect that. I really will. But come on, let's let, come on, guys. It's not many better choices out there. Let's think smart, not hard. <laughs> let's work smarter, not harder. I think that's the phrase. Anyway, thank you all for listening. It's been fun. Uh, tune in to YouTube. Uh, later uh, today or any day for the latest, uh, most recent episode 20, if you will, for this year of the Downright Sports Show on YouTube. We're going to talk about the NBA Hall of Fame class. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to dress up real fancy-like and have a little fun. All right. Uh, We'll have a new show Sunday, so we'll be back Sunday. I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but hopefully something will pop up in my head. And um, you guys be safe out there. Please be safe. Wash your hands. Uh, don't touch anybody unless you live in a house with Tim. And um, yeah, deuces. Hey!
Oh!